The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome to a longer, wider field. There's Chad Johnson, he's got it! And Ocho Cinco has touched it! Welcome to the Waggle. I think Nick Dembski just got tipped. Thank you, Dad. He just got a tip from a fan. That's his center to go back to the end zone, isn't it? Welcome to the Rouge. Down the sideline goes Ellingson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. It is the CFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Rod Gomez, but he is Justin Mark. Uh, once again, I had to resuff- reshuffle the schedule deck a little bit, and uh, I-, I know that I love myself some CFL Jim. But sometimes our schedules, he's available at night most of the time, and I'm available during the day. So, uh, like I said, I had to schedule some some stuff around. But I have brought in another CFL ringer, and that is Justin Mark. Justin, thanks once again for for bailing me out and, and helping me do this show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Always happy to talk some CFL. It's true. You do love yourself some spring leagues. I know that we are a very NFL-heavy uh, just juggernaut here at the sports gambling podcast network but we love ourselves some niche sports too and i know colby's a gigantic fan of all things spring so uh i just i love having this big crop of spring spring leaguers in in our uh in our midst so uh yeah absolutely yeah um so i put myself on a liquid diet because my foot's been broken i'm not very active and kramer said bad idea during football season look when you got nfl cfl xfl usfl it's always football season that's what i said all the time there's just no stop to everybody that tweets out oh football season is here i'm like football season's been here (laughs) it never stops but uh so we enter the last few weeks of the cfl season we are nearing the playoffs, Justin, and I, I honestly cannot believe that we have come this far already. I can't believe that we're in week 19 and and that now, sooner rather than later, we're going to be watching some super cold games and some <laughs> and some playoff games at that. Absolutely. The way God intended the super cold football games. <laughs> when you're when you're watching the snowball in the playoffs, you know that you are living the CFL life. But uh, we have a full four game slate again this weekend. It starts on Friday night and we are going to break down the entire slate and give you our favorite bets uh, from these games and, and really just lay out the betting strategies for you as you start to watch uh, again four games of the CFL Friday night football, 7 o'clock on the West Coast, I believe, is, is what this time zone is. Uh, it is the Montreal Alouettes taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks. This is a rematch from last week, of course, and my Ottawa Red Blacks came out victorious, but it Woo. was on the road, <laughs> so I can't really necessarily temper that. In their first game without Paul LaPolice at the head coach uh, position, the Red Blacks looked kind of feisty. They looked feisty enough to come out and, and beat the Alouettes. Um, but now they've got to do that at home where they haven't been quite as good. So they come in, not surprisingly, 
three and a half point underdogs uh, if you can find it somewhere on this game. And, uh, you know, they are home dogs, but that's because they haven't won at home all season long, right, Justin? Yeah, definitely struggle to win at home. Um, and you know what? It's hard to beat a team twice in a row. That's when that's the first thing I kind of went to when I was looking at this game. But I, I'm just wondering, can this Montreal team, for whatever reason, not beat the Red Blacks? Because they've uh, this would make it three in a row against the Red Blacks if they lose. It's a really tough number at three and a half. Um, I, I would like this game at three. Um, I would take Montreal at three, but at three and a half, I, I think I have to go with the Red Blacks to cover. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it's a close game, and I think they cover the three and a half points. If Lewis Ward can do one thing in life, it's kick field goals, and and that's really you get the the Red Blacks get up to the twenty or you know twenty five thirty yard line, that's it. They stall. They kick field goals. So yeah, I mean, if it comes down to a couple of Lewis Ward field goals, I'm definitely giving the edge to Ottawa here. But here's the thing: I understand and I get it. I know that that Ottawa has not won at home in a very 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 long time, but. This is a different team that I think we saw last week in that they actually came out and did some things offensively. They chucked the ball down the field a couple more times than they normally would have. They took a few more shots. And that defense, I'm sorry, but that defense is still fierce. And they held the Alouettes to 18 points. Um, And they've actually, they've been pretty good considering. I mean, I know that they gave up 34 to and 45 to Toronto, but they gave up 24 to Toronto a couple weeks ago. And then they gave up uh, only 24 to, to Montreal in September, 18 to the Elks. This defense is still solid. And really, the reason they've been giving up gigantic point totals anyways is because they've been out on the field entirely too long, uh, and, and they get a little tired. But the offense has sustained drives last week. They actually came out and scored touchdowns, like I said, 24-18, covered that six-and-a-half-point spread that they had. So it just... I, I want to do this, not because I'm a fan of the Red Blacks, but because I think that this might be the turning point. And playoffs are still in play for these guys. So they're not completely mathematically eliminated yet. So they have to win at home. They have to win to keep their hopes alive. I'm taking Ottawa. I'm taking the three and a half, but I'm also taking them on the um, on the money line. Nice. Well, And we see it all the time, no matter what level of professional uh, football it is, whether it be CFL, NFL, college, high school. I mean, when you have a coaching change, a lot of times the players get up for the next several games. Um, they want to play well. And we saw it last week and I could easily see that continuing into this week. Yeah, it's crazy, but it just felt like there was a little more pep in the step of these guys. And it's not not to say that Paul Lapolis wasn't a good coach. We know he's a good coach, but unfortunately he just wasn't getting the results that he needed to in Ottawa. And there was a lot of folks in the nation's capital that were just getting very unruly and were ready for a change. And like I said, I never call for anybody's job, but at the same time, a lot of those changes start at the top. So um, I mentioned taking Ottawa on the money line. You can find them about 155 plus 155 in places. What's telling about this, though, more than anything, Justin, is the fact that the the favorites here, Montreal, only juiced at about minus 175. In, in a day where we see like minus two, minus 300 for the favorites, this is not necessarily all that juiced. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, and, and like I said, I think Montreal is going to win this one, but in a close one. So 
I like that it's not as juiced because um, I'm I'm going to ride Montreal there. Sorry, but I, I do like the Black Hawk. Uh, sorry, the Black Hawk. The Red Blacks <laughs> to cover <laughs> hockey is back. <laughs> hockey is back. And look, I mean, I'm telling you, if you're going to talk about colors, it's all over the place too. Right. <laughs> uh, over under is set about 47 and a half on this one, Justin. Uh, just a little context: the last four games in a row, Montreal has failed to hit an over, and two out of the last four, actually, even you want to go back three of the last five. Uh, Ottawa has, but these two teams have not necessarily hit overs. Uh, well, the, the last time they didn't, but the, the two times before that they did. So which version of this are we going to see the over teams or the under teams? I think we're going to see the under teams. Um, I just, like you said, Ottawa's defense has been pretty fiery all year. And I feel like last week, whether it was the coaching change or whatever, they came out with even a little bit more fire. And I think that carries over. Um, and we have a, a good defensive game here. Well, and really, again, if you look back, the only reason that Ottawa hit the overs on either one of these is they played BC and scored 35 against them, and then Toronto scored 45 against them uh, the game before that. Look back at what Montreal has done, 24, 25, 23, 31, not bad, but you know, on the other hand, it's Ottawa 24, 19, 15, 19. Eh, it's going to be hard for them to hit 47 total points, so I think I'm going to go with you on the under. It is the first game of the week, too. That tends to sort of set them up for failure. Um, as well. So I, I like the under and that. Uh, all right. So let's move to the Friday night evening game where at 930, the Hamilton Tiger Cats will take on the Calgary Stampeders. Again, Hamilton still fighting for a playoff spot. Calgary fighting for where they're going to be in the playoffs. They already know they're going to be there. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, they just don't know where they're going to be at this point. So uh, the Tie Cats actually come into this as seven and a half point underdogs. That's a pretty big spread but Calgary's at home uh where they have played pretty well uh this season again they've only got five losses so it just goes to show Calgary winners of four uh four of their last five Hamilton winners of two of their last three but if you really want to go back <laughs> they've lost four of their last six um so this this poor Ticats team just does not have the identity that it used to have so I guess the question is are, are we taking this spread for for Hamilton at all yeah, that's tough. Um, Calgary is good winning games at home, not good at covering at home. However, Hamilton is just as bad on the road. They are terrible at covering on the road. Um, in fact, I think both of them are one and six against the spread, Calgary at home, um, Hamilton on the road. So I can't really lean into that. Um, you know, I, I love Calgary's running back, um, Kadeem Carey. I love him, former Bear. Um, so that's probably why, but for some reason, and this is nothing but a gut play, I think Hamilton covers the seven and a half. I don't think they win this game, but I feel like they're going to cover. Um, maybe I just like the dogs this week. I don't know, but seven and a half is just, it's that perfect number where they could still lose by a touchdown and cover. So I, I'm going to ride Hamilton plus seven and a half on this one. If you go back to July 13th of 2019, those four games that have been played in between there have all been covers by Hamilton in one way or, or another, right? I mean, they ended up winning that game in July uh, 30 to 23. Then they covered still, you know, they lost 1918 uh, in that game uh, in, in 2019, the second game in 2019. But 23-17, 33-30 earlier from this year, Hamilton's covered against Calgary, and it's it's been crazy. I mean, they haven't they haven't seen each other since early this season, since June, and obviously a lot's happened in between then. But by and large, you're right. I mean, I don't think Hamilton's going to win this outright at all, for sure. 
But I, I do think that they can cover because for whatever reason, they're pretty scrappy against Western opponents in general and the Calgary Stampeders in specific. Yeah, I think that game earlier this year was like week two or three. They pushed it into overtime. So, um, I, you know, I could easily see another one going right down to the wire. And games that go down to the wire don't cover seven and a half. So, um, yeah, I, I really like Hamilton to stay at least competitive in this one. Well, just even look back to what they did in the last few games, all right? And and we'll throw out that Winnipeg game because you can probably throw out every Winnipeg game uh, <laughs> from here on out. <clears throat> but against the Riders, 18-14, they ended up winning. So they covered. Uh, they even covered their two-and-a-half-point spread as favorites. Uh, but against the Owls, they lost 23-16. That's still a seven-and-a-half-point cover right there, right? So, um, you know, the last couple of games at least. I mean, before that, I only want to bring it up. We only we only pick stats that uh, back our play, right? But no, I mean it's just no doubt. <laughs> over the last few weeks, they've been able to do it without being playing the the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So um, I do like the Tie Cats. They're not necessarily uh, a team that that's going to go out and win you a bunch of games, as evidenced by their five and ten record. But the very least, if you're going to bet on them to cover, uh, you could bet on them to cover. Uh, you can find that about minus one hundred five too, if you look in the right place. So that's not necessarily that's close to even money. I like that. For sure. All right, so let's take a look at the, uh, again, we talk about the money lines being juiced for uh, for Montreal, like minus 175. Not in this instance. Calgary, <laughs> minus 333, minus 345. You just got to look around for where the best price is, but if, I, I'm not even touching this money line for Calgary. Yep, too juiced for me. Way too juiced. If you got to bet three times the amount to win one, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on that. Look, if you really do believe in a Thai Cats upset, you can find 270. You can find plus 265 out there if you, if you look in the right places. But this is a better beware if you're going to go for the Thai Cats upset, especially at home in Calgary, with Calgary fighting for a playoff spot um, already at 10 and 5. Yeah. Agreed. So, um, all right. Over under on this one, 49 and a half, 49. I, I don't know. This one's scary only because I know Calgary can put up points, but I also know that these two defenses are actually quite just about as good as the Ottawa Red Blacks defense. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that number keeps creeping up because just earlier today it was 48 and a half. So that tells me that the, the quote unquote sharps are taking the over. Um, I like the over. I, I This went to 63 points earlier this year. I don't think they get that high, but I, I can see it right around 50, 52, um, right around there. So anything that's under 50, I'm going to take the over on for, for this one. I'm, I'm going to join you in the over, but I'm cautious in this one because we just watched Toronto score just two points against this Calgary defense the last time Calgary was out on the field. They've had a week of rest in between that as well, so it's been it's been a rough... Uh, it, they've been sitting there waiting to hit somebody, and I think the poor Ticats are going to be the recipients <laughs> of that. Uh, whereas the Ticats barely managed 18... Or, I'm sorry, yeah, 18 points against the Riders, 16 points against Montreal, you know. But will they go head-to-head like they did against Winnipeg and score 31? That's, that's the question. Yeah, for sure. I, I think... Hamilton's a weird team where it seems like they can keep up with uh, other offenses when they need to. And I see that this game kind of going that way. I like Hamilton, though. I really do. I mean, I know that's your team, right? That's your CFL team? Yeah. Yep. 
So and, and it was it was just because that they were uh, black and gold, just like the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's all that went into picking that. But um, I stuck with it despite them looking terrible. As a Bears fan, I'm used to rooting for bad teams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they they have five wins, and and Chicago may get there this year. Well, who knows? Yeah. Uh, All right, we've got two more games to break down when we come back from the break. But before we get to that, let me ask you, you thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now's the perfect time because customers who get bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Are you looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Well, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000. Plus, they got a free $1,000 bet. WinBet is truly hashtag DGENs only. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present. The state replay through WinBet is available. If you or some you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. CFL action continues on Saturday. This is uh, this is where all the games get wrapped up. I mean, now, I know last week we had Thanksgiving and, you know, kind of messed the schedule up a little bit, but this is where we get the traditional Friday-Saturday slate once more. And it begins Saturday evening with the Toronto Argonauts taking on the Edmonton Elks. Whew, the Elks. They're at home. They're just historically as bad at home as the Ottawa Red Blacks are. I don't think the Edmonton Elks, as a franchise, have won a home game, let alone going back into their Edmonton Eskimo days. Uh, But they are six-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. And for good reason. I mean, Justin, like I said, they haven't won at home uh, since, I think, they established the city of Edmonton. So, But Toronto's coming in on on just a ridiculous uh, hot streak. Hot streak, rather, sorry. Winning uh, six of their last seven games. This could be a, a bloodbath. Yeah, why are you seeing five and a half? That's what I saw this morning. Five and a half for the line. I, I'm seeing five and a half, six and a half, wherever you wherever you can find the best line for it. I don't know how that makes any sense. You can't say it's home field advantage because, as you just said, Edmonton is terrible at home. Toronto, yeah, they've had some struggles, but they are on a bit of a streak. They came out. And they got a good win last week that they they needed that kind of to pick themselves back up 23-20 against BC. Um, I, I just don't understand why this is only five and a half. I feel like it should be more because, sorry to Edmonton fans, but they are the, the worst team in this league. They're terrible. And so I just don't see them covering five and a half points. Like they're going to lose by at least a touchdown, in my opinion. So the line seems way off to me. Um, this is a game where I would expect it to be kind of at seven and a half, but it's at five and a half. So I'm taking Toronto here. Um, That five and a half seems like a gift. If you look back at their last, what, four losses, right? Winnipeg, they were at Winnipeg. They got blown out 48, 11. They were 11 and a half point underdogs in that game. Could not even cover an 11 and a half point spread. (laughs) They were against Montreal at home. They lost 25-18. They were two-point underdogs in that one. Calgary, uh, I mean, they won against Saskatchewan. Yeah, whoopee. (laughs) They covered an (laughs) eight-point spread at that one, but they were on the road at that point. They played at home the week before against Calgary. 56-28, lost as eight-and-a-half-point underdogs. Just ridiculous. I mean, yes, they covered an 11-and-a-half-point spread against Calgary, but that was the last time they did it 
back in, in September 5th. So, yeah, it's been a rough go for Edmonton. You're right. They are the worst team in the league. And six and a half points, I'm, I'm not. I mean, if this were 11 and a half, I, I may consider it <laughs> at home. But no, not at six and a half. Well, this game seems like it should be graded right around 10, right? So if you're getting five and a half, six and a half, either way, even seven, seven and a half, I'm, I'm taking Toronto. I, I just don't see how you can't. Um, I, it looks like a trap because it seems too obvious, but um, sometimes you, you just are gifted a good line. And I think that's what the case is here. If you look back at the last few games that Toronto's taken on Eastern opponents, I'm, I'm not, let's not talk about, uh, well, I mean, Western opponents, but the East 45, 15, Ottawa, 24, 19, Ottawa, 28, eight, Hamilton, 37, 20, uh, Hamilton. Now flip that around against West opponents. It's a little bit different. 23, 20, they beat the, the lions. Uh, they lost to the stamps 29, two. We talked about that. Uh, 22, 19, they lost to the stamps. Uh, so, I mean, they have been within it, but this is the Elks. <laughs> this is yeah. the Elks. And and the last time that they played uh, last season, it, the last time they met was last season, was November 16th, 2021. Uh, Edmonton won 13-7, but of course that was a much different Edmonton team. And of course they were on the road, so uh, we know how that goes, right? Yep, no doubt. Uh, all right, the, uh, the money line on this one, actually, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm a little shocked at this. Uh, only because we talked about how um, how much the spread is, but Toronto only minus two forty. I know it seems like a lot, but by the same token, we just saw Calgary at like minus three thirty or something like that. But Toronto about two twenty, you know, two forty, depending on it is Edmonton at plus two hundred, plus one eighty, somewhere in that vicinity. So, what are we thinking money line wise? It is, you know, I don't like betting big juiced money lines, but if you're going to bet one, I feel like this is the one to do it because it's not that juiced for, for a team that should easily win this game. Yeah. I I'm not sure that this is in jeopardy of, of losing. I mean, you, you could kind of say to yourself that Calgary has the possibility of losing the, their game. I, I wouldn't say that it's a big possibility, but it's there. This one feels like it's in the bag Edmonton at home. You just you either have to pay the juice that you want or or you know don't bet it at all. So uh, I'm okay with if <laughs> you're betting sure. or not. Over under uh, fifty and a half is what I'm seeing. Fifty fifty and a half somewhere in that range. <sighs> this one's tough for me because I know the Elks are atrocious. Uh, but three of their last four games, Justin, have hit the over. <laughs> That's because the other teams been able to score a few points. But Edmonton's putting points on the board as well. Uh, for the Toronto Argonauts, not quite so good. Uh, four of their last five have not reached an over. So what are we looking at here? Yeah, just like you, I kind of struggled on this one because of that fact. But I'm going to go ahead and ride the over here. Um, I think Toronto's going to come out and kind of thump Edmonton in the first half. And then Edmonton's probably going to get some garbage time um, points there. So... I think they're going to push this to the over. It's really close, though. This is probably one that I would stay away from altogether. Um, but if I'm picking one, I'm taking the over. And that's the thing about the over-unders on most books is that you're you're getting minus 110 on, on any side of this. So it's not like you're getting incredible odds on, on the over or the under on this. So if you want to stay away, uh, I highly recommend doing that as well because it just feels like a game in which one of two things could happen. 
You know, Toronto yep. could come out and, and do the 45 point that they did against Ottawa, or they could come out and, and only score two points. So it just that, <laughs> that range of, of outcomes is not something I'm comfortable with betting at this point. Uh, it, it's just frustrating. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to the final game of the slate. It is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers who just, I mean, at this point, is there anything that anybody has for them? I don't know. Uh, they go to uh, um, BC to take on the Lions over there in uh, in BC. I'm surprised, Justin, this, if there was a shocking line than anything this weekend, it's the Bombers being two and a half point underdogs here to bc are they thinking that everybody's going to be resting in this week for winnipeg because winnipeg's 14 and 2 bc's 10 and 5 nathan rourke has not been cleared to play yet i nothing nothing points to me being able to handicap this at two and a half point favor or underdogs for the bombers yeah, no, this doesn't make any sense either. Um, this this is a game that it should have been an amazing rematch between Rourke and the Lions and those Bombers, but as we know, he is not there. Um, the, the Bombers were favored when Rourke was there, though, so I don't understand why they're not favored unless, like you said, they think they're going to um, rest everybody, but I, just, I don't see that happening. I see him coming out here, I mean, the Lions are still a good team, even without Rourke. And Bombers are going to want to have the confidence of knowing that they were able to beat them again. So it's not like they're going to come out and kind of play lackadaisical. So I just, they only have two losses. I, I think they win by at least three. Um, even if it's a close game, they win by three. So yeah, I'm taking the Bombers all day, money line, spread, everything on this. Well, and what's nuts is you look back, Bombers just beat the Elks 48 to 11. They beat the Riders 31 to 13. Sure, they lost to the Tie Cats 48 to 31. I don't know what the hell is going on in that game. But then the <laughs> week before that, Saskatchewan 54 20. They killed them. Like it just it doesn't make any sense to me that that you are going to give two and a half points to the Lions at home after they have lost uh, four of their last six games since Rourke is out. I, I, Vernon Adams does not give that much of a boost to this team. They haven't even barely kept afloat, to be honest with you, because again, like I said, they've lost four games. They were ten and one before Rourke, or before Rourke went down, and now they've lost, or, or I'm sorry, nine and one, and now they've they've lost eight and one. Jesus Christ, math sucks. <laughs> uh, and, and now, yeah, like I said, they're they're barely hanging on to a, a playoff spot. So I don't know. I I, I mean, look, that's got to be a mistake. So take it while you can to get Winnipeg two and a half, right? Yep, absolutely. There's just no way, no way that you can get away with that. And then, of course, again, the money line, you're right. Plus 120, plus 130, I'm seeing in some spots. If you can grab it that high, go ahead, because I don't know why you're getting... Did I miss something, Just I really did go through and look to see what I was missing. If, like, the Kolaros was, was crippled in some sort of injury or something... <laughs> Like if Oliveira was gone, I don't know. Like nothing yeah. pointed to that, right? I saw nothing. Um, I same way because it just seemed off, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" Um, and I tried typing in so many different type of headlines into Google and can't find anything. So um, there's no 
public news about this. So unless it's really kept secret just among the books or something, um, this is just a line that's way off. I was like, Blue Bombers bus crash. Uh, Kalaros <laughs> drop debt. I was like, I didn't know what was going on. Like, I honestly right. couldn't figure it out. So uh, apparently there is no no big major tragedy that's keeping this uh, on the thing. It's just, it's ridiculous. I don't get it. I mean, they're 7-1 and one against the spread on the road uh, are the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. I won't even waste too much more time telling you to take the Bombers. That seems like a no-brainer. The only question is, now, Justin... 50 and a half is the over under on this. Uh, do we see the bombers light up the sky? Um, Cause I know that the, the lions can do their fair share, but um, are we taking the over on this one? I'm going to take the under because I think the, the bombers, I, I think their starters are playing, but I do think they're going to get ahead. And then maybe in that second half, we say, see them back off a little bit to uh, kind of rest some guys, keep guys healthy. Um, but but this is it's just such a well coached team. Just going back to the spread and money line, they're a very well coached team. So I feel like even when they do pull their starters, they're still going to stay in the game. Um, I just don't think it's going to be as fast and, and scoring as many points. So yeah, I'm going to stick with the under on this one. It, it's another tough one because again, can go either way. Yeah, I think the the just the sheer fact that they could probably grab folks from the practice squad and still end up winning games. It's just. I, I, yeah, I'll take the under on this one as well because I don't think BC is going to do their part to to pull it up. And I think you're right. I think this is not. They don't need to push hard. They just need to push hard enough to win, but not hard enough to injure anybody. And and they are mindful of the fact that they've got to keep these guys healthy heading into into November, uh, which is really when it counts for these guys. So, for sure. All right, we're going to step away one more time for a break. Come back. We're going to give you our favorite bets on the weekend. But before we do. Do you watch football? Of course you do if you're listening to this. You need Fubo TV. Then Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. You get over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Go watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR plus no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days. Get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Bet you're wondering to yourself, where am I pulling all of these magical stats, all of these lines, all of this research? Well, guess what? I'm getting it from one tab on my computer and one tab only. Which one is that, Rod? It is oddstrader.com. It's a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. Plus, you can compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. You also get player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather. They'll even tell you what they're having for breakfast. Well, maybe not, but soon. They very much could. You're going to be the most informed better in the entire galaxy. Plus, it's got a bet tracker so you can keep records of all your games and betting activity. You want it all. Handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, what your next, I don't know, breakfast is going to be, like I said. All of that. Find it on oddstrader.com. Oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader. It's the number one site for all of your game day bets. I wish there was a site that would tell me exactly what I'm having for breakfast over the next few days. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, all right, Justin, let's uh, let's break down some of our favorite bets for the weekend. I'll go ahead and give the floor to you to set one of yours up. All right, my first one. If you think the Bombers are going to come out in the first half playing their starters and then pull them and that makes you nervous, 
You can get them right now on some books, uh, first half as a pick them at plus 105. So, I mean, I just feel like that's easy money, personally. Um, I feel like they're going to at least come out and win that first half. If you're nervous, they're going to pull starters and lose that second half. Take them in the first half as a pick them and get plus 105 odds. How? I <laughs> Not that I care because you guys are getting the edge on this, but I don't know how anything that Winnipeg does can be at plus money this weekend. It just feels like the books don't know. Maybe maybe I should just shut up and let the books figure it out after everybody starts hammering those bets because it just feels like absolute free money to me uh, in this instance. So, yeah, I love that as a, as a first uh, best bet. Um, you know, against my better judgment, against everybody's better judgment, I'm going to go ahead and give you the Ottawa Red Blacks at plus three and a half as my favorite bet of the week because, again, this is a different team all of a sudden. And, and, and I know that it's just one week sample size. I know that it's not a lot. But look, as somebody who's watched intently this Ottawa Red Blacks team for the last five seasons, I can tell that there's a little spark. I can tell that there's an actual urge to want to finish this season better than they started. And look, we've been to the Grey Cup at 8-9. 8-9-1, <laughs> eight, eight, uh, I think is what it ended up being. There's not... There's still a few games left for us to be able to try to do something like that. I mean, obviously, we're not going to get to 8-9-1, and one, but there's still a playoff hope. And all we got to do to start that is win against Montreal and then keep going after that. So uh, I think that's enough for this Ottawa team. I think that's enough for Arbuckle and crew. Uh, Powell is back, so hopefully that kind of bolsters the offense as well uh, and gives us a little more punch. Uh, although I think he might have gotten hurt again. I have to double-check and make sure, but... Yeah, anyways, there, there's a lot to be happy about now in Ottawa, especially after a win. So hopefully that carries over into this week, especially at home. For sure. I like it. So, uh, all right. Do you have one more or uh, are we? I got I got a little parlay Ooh, two together it. here. Um, three to one. So it's plus three fifteen about uh, Calgary money line, Toronto money line. And the Blue Bombers money line. So there's all three of them I think are going to win. So if you don't want to pay the juice on Calgary or Toronto, wrap them together with the Blue Bombers and you get plus 315. Um, three, to, three to one. I mean, that's good money. That's the best way to do it if you're going to bet any of these favorites that are heavily juiced is just wrap them together. Even if you wrap a couple of them and get yourself double up, you know, I, I feel like that's such a smart kind of overlooked thing in the CFL because betting money lines in the CFL is about as frustrating as betting money lines in the F1 world. <laughs> and if you take um, the Blue Bombers out of that, if you just want the heavy favorites, Calgary and Toronto, it's minus 114. So that's still pretty good. That's better. I mean, at least you're not drinking all that juice for it. So, yeah. Uh, I love it. Fantastic advice as always, Justin. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and wrap up this one again. If you want to start watching the action, it is on Friday evening, uh, Montreal and Ottawa, and then Hamilton and Calgary after that. So uh, get your get your day set with some Friday night football. And then, you know, watch Saturday football because college football is fun and all, but at night you get to watch the Elks take on the Argos and the Bombers take on the Lions. So a lot of fun to be had there. Justin, as we wrap things up, thanks again for filling in. And uh, will you stick with me for the DFS show? Absolutely. I'm there. Beautiful. All right. Well, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. That's right. Follow him there. And then, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in my bio to everything that I've got going on there, whether it's here, whether it's the sports book review, whether it's in between media, whatever's going on. You can find me there at 
Twitter at RJ Gomez. All right, stick around for another episode. We've got the DFS episode coming up after this. But until then, everybody, enjoy three downs and let it ride.